Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today I'm continuing the message on the book of Revelation. We are now in Revelation chapter 11. Like we said, the seventh, the seventh angel is now beginning to sound, as the chapter 10 told us. And the mystery of God, how God is going to do everything to bring His church to a fullness of His stature, uh, is being done. Is is revealing to us how He's going to do it. God Himself is in the midst of the body of believers, bringing them to the fullness of the stature of Christ. Now, in chapter 11, we have another episode. And there was giving me verse one. And there was giving me a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar, and them that worship there now. He said the angel. So he's still referring to the same angel that he saw in chapter 10. And that is the angel that is redeeming mankind. So you see that is the, 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 the angel that we can say is deity, the Lord himself, manifesting in the form of an angel. Because you will see, as he said, he said, I will give power unto my two witnesses. So it's not just one angel. angel. This is the angel of God himself. This is God himself manifesting in the form of an angel. Which is the Lord that is redeeming mankind. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, that has the book that opened the seals thereof. Now manifests in the form of an angel and is going to redeem mankind. And he is the one that is talking here. He said, and the angel stood and said unto me, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the cut which is without without the temple live out and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles, and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. Now let me stop right there and let's talk about this. Now remember everything that the Lord was doing, God was talking to Apostle John, who happened to be a Jew also. And the redeemed among the Jews are the people that followed the Lord Jesus Christ in the first church age. Christ elected the apostles and then they preached their multitudes of Jews that believed. And they were persecuted by the non-believing Jews, alright. But they are still Jews. Now, where everything God is doing is going to be centered around Jerusalem because the city of Jerusalem, physical city of Jerusalem, actually belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the, the great King. As I preached in some of the other sermons, the countries of the world, the Palestinians, the Israelis, may be fighting over Jerusalem. It does not belong to either of them. The city Jerusalem belongs to the Messiah, whom the Jews of Israel, of Israel didn't accept. It belongs to the Messiah, whom the Arabs didn't believe. They think he's just a prophet, but he's more than a prophet. He's God manifested in the form of a human being. The city of Jerusalem they are fighting over belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is why he said in the book of Daniel that the great prince that fight for the people of your people, that is the great prince Michael that actually uh, is in charge of the city of Jerusalem and the land of Palestine itself. And the Lord Jesus when he manifested, when he was on earth, Jesus Christ said, Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how, long, how often have I tried to gather your children under my wings? And they would not. When he wept over Jerusalem. He said, your city, your, your house is left desolate because they are going to destroy that city. And they did. Because God allowed the Roman Empire, Roman Empire to destroy the city. And for thousands of years, nobody went back there again. But now he said, we will bring them back again. He has been bringing the, the Hebrews, the Jews back there again. And they, that is where the Israeli nation is formed. But the Israelis that are there right now, many of them unbelievers, many of them ungodly, many of them financial Jewish that are following Judaism that still don't believe Jesus and they are also believers among the Jews they also it's just like any other country right now but the land belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ 
He is the one that is coming back to take it over. And that is what I'm trying to point to you here. Now he went further, he said, that's why he was talking with authority that, like the owner of the land. See what he said. He said that, measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein, but the court which is without the temple, leave out. And measure it now, for it is given unto the Gentiles. And the holy city shall they tread underfoot for the two months. Now, after the, Israel, the Jews were scattered out of that land in AD 70, for almost thousands of years, the struggling Arabs went over there and built a mosque, mosque of Omar, right on the temple mount there. Because there was no more temple there by that time. So they built a mosque there. That's becoming a political issue right now in history. That many of you perhaps that have been following the politics of the world know what we are talking about. Because they, the Arabs claim that that land, that land also is holy to their Islamic religion. The Jews claim that it is holy to their Judaism religion. But we said they may be fighting over it. It belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, the King, the great King of Jerusalem, the King of Kings. Now the Lord said, leave the the cause of the temple because the Gentiles will tread upon it. One of the treading upon the land is what we see there. They build a mosque of Omar, and as we have preached, those people that are following that are Islamic religion actually worshiping the moon facing the east, worshiping the stone in Mecca. They are not actually true believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. You can see that when we when we preach the revelation of chapter six, that the false the false religion will come over with a bow, but no no arrow. The white horse. It was a, it was a false religion that came with a bow, and that was almost the symbol that they used, the crest of a moon, like a bow. And that has also been revealed in the book of Revelation chapter six. If you want to get that sermon, you can write to me. We we'll send you the sermon on on CD. Now that is what we have what we have preached, and what we are saying is that the Gentiles, the ungodly, have been treading the land of the land of Palestine, the city mount, because they build their idolatrous mosque over there and the land is full of unbelievers believing and they just come it's just like what you call a, a tourist center right now so we can't say this is a holy place just a tourist center so that is what god is saying the gentiles have filled your land everywhere so you can't say this place is not to be not to don't go into this place like you said the temple when it was built by Solomon, nobody can go into the holy of holies only the priest but all of those have been taken out of there so you cannot say any place is holy until the Messiah comes again and declare it holy. So that's why God said it will be treaded under for 42 months. Well, that 42 months, people can begin to count what is the 42 months. Is it the real months or is it going to be symbolic of years? Without really putting any months, we first thought it could be just 42 months, the last three and a half years. But it could be much more than that, not just the last three and a half years. God was prophesying that it's going to take a long time from the time of the when this book was being revealed to Apostle John, it was before, perhaps before Jerusalem was destroyed. Before Jerusalem was destroyed. Because you have to remember, Apostle John, if Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 AD, and Apostle John has been with Christ before Christ was crucified around 30 AD, by this time, maybe it will be about 10 years before Jerusalem was destroyed, when he was writing this book. So he was still saying, measure the temple, however, leave the court, because that is going to be the place where the Gentiles are going to put their mosque of Omar, or something like that. So in short, what we are saying is this. These 42 months may, may be symbolizing 
a long time. Maybe when you translate it by could be talking of years. So uh, we are not really trying to predict this here. We can't predict this because many people have tried to predict this, and people thought it's going to be the last 42 months of the of the world. It may not really symbolize the last 42 months of the world. It's just telling us a long time, thousands of years. Because they didn't know it's going to be thousands of years. They were expecting Lord to come soon, to come soon and take everything over. But that has been one hundred one two thousand years ago right now. But the Lord said 42 months. Now verse 3 says, And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy. Now when you say I, that shows that this is the Lord that is talking, not just an angel. This is the Lord that owns everything that is talking. I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days clothed with sackcloth. Now that's another numbering that God gives to us here. Now before I, um, I, I don't want to put dogmas or doctrine on these numbers, but I will give you some many opinions. The opinion is that the last seven years of the world is when the Lord will, turn, will come back to the Jews and take them as a nation again. And that last seven years, we can see that in the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 9, where the angel was giving Daniel that from the time the Jerusalem was to be rebuilt in the days of Daniel when the commandment went forth to go and rebuild Jerusalem till the Messiah comes was given in weeks which is symbolizing each week is like seven years and then there was a one week that was postponed from that number go ahead and read it in Daniel chapter 9 it said that the last, last week will be, was kind of postponed because it didn't seem to be fulfilled in the book of Daniel but they said the, the, uh, another, another prince will come and make a covenant with the, with the Jews for another one week which is the last seven years and when that takes place that prince that will make a covenant with them will break the covenant and there will be war and so on so that was being postponed and we believe that that is what is being prophesied in the, in the book of Revelation there that if you cut that for seven years into two you are going to have three and a half years and three and a half years one was called 42 months and the other one was called 1260 days that is one way of interpreting it now what I've just described to you we see in the book of Daniel chapter 9 verse 26 from that, actually from verse 25 to verse 27 where the angel was telling Daniel that know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah the prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks making 69 weeks and he said the street shall be built again and the walls in troublous times then he said after three score and two weeks he mentioned the three score and two weeks instead of 70, 69 weeks shall Messiah be cut off but not for himself he actually predicted in that Daniel chapter 9 that the Messiah will be crucified and taken out of the planet earth and that happened when the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified he said but he was not killed for himself he said because he's going to redeem mankind that was we, we can look back and say he was prophesying that the messiah will be redeeming mankind by his death he said but it's not for himself he was not crucified or cut off for himself he said but the people of the prince that shall come another prince will come to the jews like christ said, he said that i come in my father's name you do not receive me another will come in his own name you will receive him at the end of the world will be an antichrist that will come and deceive the whole world he will like to be a friend of the Arabs and he will make himself to be a friend of the Jews and he will make himself to be a friend of everybody 
and we sign agreements between the others and the Jews so that they will be able to live in harmony and they will sign a pact for a baby seven year pact and you can look at the politics of the world right now that they are trying to do that now they have been trying to negotiate from one table to another table and the Arabs, the Palestinians and the Jews trying to sign on a, an agreement trying to make a peace treaty they have been trying that for, for almost 20, 10, 20 years right now, since the President Carter's time in the 70s, in the 80s so what we are saying there is that has not been successful but there will be a prince like a, a an international leader maybe american government have been trying it and they have not been able to succeed there will be a religious or political leader that will be able to succeed to bring them together make them sign this agreement make them have a ceasefire and they will try for seven years they will sign a pact for seven years to give a land to the Palestinians for seven years for some time let's try for seven years self-rule for seven years and, things, and they will sign that pact and that is what we believe this is our interpretation in, the, in this generation that that's what we believe is going to be fulfilling this chapter 9 verse 26 to 27 of the book of Daniel where he said a prince that shall come we, we make a peace treaty with them but it's that same prince that shall come that we first destroy the city and the sanctuary making us to know who will be the, where will this prince that shall come come from he says that same prince that he first destroyed the city and sanctuary that was destroyed in 70 AD by the Roman Empire so this new prince that shall come to make this pact may come from Rome or from the revised Roman Empire what is the revised Roman Empire Roman Empire broke into pieces into the European countries so we are looking then to see that this new prince of the international leader the world leader that we make the Arabs and the Jews to live in Amun for another seven years will come from Europe it will come from Europe from the revised Roman Empire somebody a leader from somewhere there will be able to bring them together again and that is what we believe is going to take place to fulfill that verse and then it will be the priests that destroyed his temple for that to do that but before that he said in verse 27 after they have destroyed and they are coming they come back in verse 27 of Daniel he said and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week that is these prince that we say we may bring them together we make them to agree for one week seven years and that is what we are talking about they will make this a pact to, to live in harmony self rule for the Palestinian perhaps and the Arabs and, and the Israelis will accept it for one week for seven years but in the middle of the week in the middle of the week they will break the covenant again and we know that either the Palestinians will start their bombing again or the Israelis will try to take the land back again something will happen and in the middle of the week they will break it again so that one week is what we believe is being cut into two the first half is kind of peaceful the second half will be trouble and in the book of Revelation that we go back to right now you see that in the book of Revelation is separated 42 months from 1,203 three score days so that is what many believers believe that the first half is described in months the second half perhaps described in, uh, in days or vice versa but in short the two are lining up together to make the one week that will be seven years that God will be dealing with the Jews alone now as a nation and when God is dealing with them as a nation there will be a time of repentance for many that are believing the gospel and God will open the eyes of some to believe that Jesus is the Messiah and some will not believe still but that is how God is going to number those that are going to be sealed remember in the book of Revelation chapter 7 we said that 144,000 Jews Israelis will be sealed from, from, for, for protection from the wrath of God that is coming upon the world during that time when God came, come back to them in that 7 years the first half of it perhaps 
the preaching of the gospel will make some eyes be opened to see that Jesus is the Messiah and many will be sealed and God knows them that are going to be protected and God will be sealing them because they believe and they are trusting the Lord Jesus Christ and then when they break the covenant there will be another the, the last part of the year will be trouble times troublous times that will bring the world down into the world war and we can compare scriptures with scriptures and go now to the book of Zechariah and see what God has said will take place how he will bring all nations against Jerusalem to Baru. You say, how will that take place? That is easy to take place. If they break the covenant that they have signed, maybe the United Nations was behind it all to sign a covenant, to sign a pact between the Arabs and the Israelis, and they break the covenant, what do you think? Let's say the Israelis broke the covenant, then the United Nations will send representatives, United Nations uh, peace, peace treaty like they did when they went against Iraq. All the nations gathered together against Iraq. If it has been Israel that did something like that, maybe all the nations will come against Israel, like they did against Iraq. And this is how the finger of God gets things done, and they will not know who is doing this. They think they are doing it, but God said He is doing it. Let's look at it in the book of Zechariah chapter 14. These are prophecies that have been written down in the Bible, and we are only bringing it to you by revelation. That this is what God has written down that is going to do. So that you that is listening to me, you are hearing those things in the news, know that the end of the world is near because the finger of God is going bringing all these governments of the world onto a climax, onto a clash one against another that will destroy masses because when that clash takes place the nuclear weapons they have stockpiled will be used and look at what God has said here verse chapter, Zechariah chapter 14 behold the day of the Lord cometh and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee for I, the Lord is himself talking I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to Baruch you see how will God gather all nations against Jerusalem? Very easy. United Nations simply has to call all the governments of the world to bring representatives of their army. All the armies will come together, the east will come against them, and the west will want to defend Jerusalem or defend the Israelis. When the east and the north, the Russians and the Arabs and the Easterners come and say, No, this is United Nations edict, you have to obey it. And the west say, We agree, we don't want you to. To fight Israel. Now there's the all nations coming right there to fight. And that is what God has earmarked right there in chapter 14. That I will call, I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. And the city shall be taken, which means this is going to be really war. And the houses rifled, and the women ravaged. I mean, this is really battle between the soldiers do havoc when things are happening like that. They destroy things, they destroy both citizens and non citizens and half of the city shall go forth into captivity see they will be fighting over Jerusalem because just right now the Arabs the Palestinians are trying to say we want Jerusalem back and Israel say we are not going to give that back there's no way they want to give it back but maybe and the, in the park they sign who knows maybe they will call some of them back and then they will want to take it back again maybe they will give the Palestinians part of the land part of history part of Jerusalem and then they want to take it back in the middle of the seventh year so whatever is the covenant they will sign that they are going to break this is what will finally be the end of it and we will think men are doing it but God said I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle for God's own purpose because the time is near when it comes for time like we say in chapter 10 everything will begin to move the way it has been prophesied and here it is half of the city shall go into captivity but the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city that is when God now come down to take back his land because when the east and the west and the Arabs and the Israelis are fighting over the land, the true owner will now appear in the sky. 
and destroy them all and take his land back that is what has been prophesied there this is what the Lord said then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle verse 4 I'm reading Zechariah chapter 14 and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives which is before Jerusalem on the east and the Mount of Olives shall cliff in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west and there shall be a very great valley and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north and half of it toward the south and, the, and ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Esau yea ye shall flee like as the, ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah the king of Judah and the Lord my God shall come and all the saints with thee now just look at that verse that I just read the Lord my God shall come and all the saints with thee that is the point where Christ appear with these Christians that have been taken with him to heaven we will appear in the sky they may not see human beings coming down from the sky they may just see cloud coming down but Christ will appear with the saints coming down from the sky and the world will have been destroyed they will have destroyed a nuclear war or lightning flashing from the sky to destroy them all like the Bible said that the sword of him that sat on the throne and his army the army of heaven coming to to wage war upon the armies of the earth the sword of the him that sat on the throne will slay all the soldiers on the ground that is when the Lord God shall come with all his saints all the saints with him that is what I just read to you in chapter 14 that is chapter 14 of Zechariah now let's go back to the book of Revelation that we are reading and, and wrap it up here we have to continue this chapter 11 in the next broadcast because it's quite a long chapter because I've taken my time to tell you all the prophecies comparing scriptures of the Old Testament with this, with this book of Revelation so that you may know that God has already foretold these things in the book of Revelation in the book of Daniel in the book of the prophets all that he's going to do to end the world but it's all centered around the Lord Jesus Christ he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords he is the one that is going to appear in the sky with the saints of God because you will have to take the saints away with him first in what we call the rapture you can see about the rapture in the book of Second Thessalonians and the first Thessalonians chapter 4 Apostle Paul talk about it that Christians that are alive till that time will be taken to meet the Lord Jesus Christ in the air that is the rapture we are going to disappear to meet Jesus Christ in the air only those that are prepared and ready by the Lord Jesus Christ for that translation for that for that travel will be taken away and then after the world has come to this world war that is going to take place around Jerusalem the saints with Christ will come down with the saints to destroy them all and that is what we just read in the book of Zechariah okay and now in chapter 11 as we continue to the book of Revelation chapter 11 we see further here that he was talking about the two witnesses that he was giving power to so I will give power unto my two witnesses and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days clothed in sackcloth now we believe that those two witnesses are going to be two prophets that God will allow to be on earth during the time of the seven years that they sign agreement between the, the world leader and the Jews and the Arabs before the climax we describe in Zechariah and these two prophets will be given power we believe they are going to be having great power like Moses and Elijah the prophet in fact people believe that those two prophets will be Moses and Elijah because Elijah was taken away he didn't he didn't die and people believe that he's going to, God is going to send him back because when you look at the book of Revelation book of Malachi God promised that I will send again Elijah the prophet to you 
before this day to turn the heart of the parents back to the children more or less to make people to come back to the bible and that is what we believe is going to take place and the other person that may be the prophet people believe will be moses because moses and elijah stood before the lord jesus christ on the mount of transfiguration when the lord jesus christ was on earth with the with the apostles that those are the two witnesses that stood before the god of the whole earth and the other prophecy in the book of the prophet said these two olive trees are the two the two the two messengers of god that stood before the god of the whole earth christ is the god of the whole earth and the god of the whole earth shall he be called say the word of god and when he called for moses and elijah and they met him on the on the mountain mount of transfiguration that is where they got their new in their new information that this is what they are going to do he just give them their assignment at the end of the world that means those two prophets will come back and manifest in Israel. you say well, are they going to come down from the sky oh don't worry about that the lord can make them appear just like a like any israeli that just moved back to the land and they'll be preaching and they will look as young as any of the israelis but they'll be preaching the truth pointing to the fact that the lord jesus christ is the messiah and that will take place and that is what we are trying to make it to see now he said i will give power to my two witnesses why did the lord jesus christ need two witnesses because in the law of moses he said at the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every world be established if two jewish rabbis that are preachers begin to tell those uh, rabbinic scholars that this messiah that they have not accepted this jesus is the messiah and pointing to them from their rabbinic books then they have two witnesses some will believe and they will be sealed some will not believe and the unbelievers and both the ungodly that doesn't believe anything will be destroyed with those that say they believe the god of abraham but yet they don't believe jesus they are going to be destroyed with them but those who believed they will, those who believe those two witnesses will be sealed by god and the bible has said there will be one forty-four thousand that are sealed protected from the rod that will come in. and then they also said in this chapter 11 what will be taking place let's see what these prophets will do because they will not just be talking or preaching they will be doing wonders and miracles and let's see here and verse 4 it said these are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the god of the earth that is verse 4 that's what i just quoted to you those are that is how we know who are these two prophets that will be the two witnesses they are the two that stood before the god of all the of the earth and they are the two that manifested in the presence of the lord jesus christ on the mount of transfiguration they were moses and elijah the prophet according to what the apostles saw they said they saw moses and they saw elijah he called them from where they are to come back and talk to him and he gave them their new assignment and that exactly was what was happening on the mount of transfiguration they said they were talking about his death and resurrection yes but they were getting their new assignment too okay let's go ahead and read on he said and if any man will hurt them fire proceeded out of the mouth and do for their enemies and if any man will hurt them he must in this manner be killed that is these two prophets we we have their power just like they were prophets or not remember what happened in the days of elijah the prophet when soldiers came to arrest him he called fire from heaven upon those soldiers twice in a row that power has not left him even though he disappeared and left this planet he still have that power of god to do it again and that is what god is saying here and you also know what moses did he called plagues upon egypt by the anointing that was upon him he called for locusts he called for different things and those two prophets will be around again to do terrible things and the bible said they will be plaguing the earth whatever whatever as, as often as they like 
they will bring plagues upon the earth as often as they like and that is what the bible is saying and god said i will let them i'll let them loose upon the earth to do everything that they see like those that love righteousness they hate ungodliness and when you bring prophets like moses and elijah they are ready to judge ungodliness right on the spot by bringing plagues and punishment upon the ungodly and i'm going to continue this sermon in the next broadcast i just pray that the lord will open your understanding so that you can get all these messages and what is your responsibility when you hear all of these things it should make you to say lord i want to get out of here before these terrible things take place i want to be one of those to come and meet you in the sky if you are a believer you begin to prepare yourself look up because your redemption draweth nigh we can see all those things that have been earmarked in the world and the lord is saying look up because your redemption draweth nigh won't you look up as jesus comes to come to you and to make you ready and that is my my prayer for you father i pray for all that are listening right now that you will touch them give their hearts desire to want to please thee and to be ready for the lord's coming in the name of the lord jesus christ write to us and we shall send you some more exhortation write to the gospel distribution ministry evangelist julius adewumi for service box 71027 phoenix arizona 85050 usa on the internet our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org